Hi guys, I'm Katie. We're with the We Shape Podcast. I have Nina. We are missing a person right now. Man down. So earlier, Tyler was like, I think I'm going to go get a Thai massage. And I was like, okay, well, we got the podcast at 1.30. He's like, yeah, no problem. And then I'm looking at the time. He's not here. No. And I just want to call out that last week he was texting me, where are you? And I was like... I'm downstairs getting you a coffee. I'll be up in two minutes. I'm only two minutes late. And then this week, he's late because he's getting a massage. So we were like, we're going to start the podcast without him. Prankster energy. He's going to come in, and we're going to be like, yeah, we're on the air. And we, we, we're we rolling. Join so us. join us in this little prank. We actually, Nina and I love doing this shit to Tyler. <laughs> this is like real energy that we have. And so when I discovered that we could start the podcast without him, I was like tracking him on my map and I was like, oh shit, we got to get up there. There may have been some running involved. So I left the coffee shop downstairs. I texted him, can you please get my, are the drinks for everybody? And then he just texted right now. Sorry, I'm a little behind. My massage went over 13 minutes. Mm. First of all, who goes over in a massage? I don't know, but we should get him like a, a massage proof watch. No, but I mean like. Massages usually are cut a few minutes early. Like, I, w- I want, I'm saying I want that massage there. We should book an appointment <laughs> with her, yeah. Um, so, anyway, he then said, I forgot my keys, so I'll text when I'm outside. <laughs> so, um, let's just kind of wait this out for a few minutes. And I don't know if, I know we're filming this, so I don't know if we can get a, a an angle of Tyler. Oh, Connor's on it. Oh, Connor's oh he just texted. He's, oh, is he here? Did he text me? Connor's going for it. Connor is going to. Connor is but our But someone's got to let him in the building. Connor's our fearless guy behind the scenes. We have a couple other friends here. Mitch and Maybe They're helping us out. Thank you, guys. Amazing team. Helping us with our prank today. I just. He kills me. Like, you can love him to pieces, clearly. But you can never get a hold of this person. Impossible. Truly. Remember the time he was on the way back from San Francisco in the car? <laughs> and be like, I, I don't remember what it was, so it couldn't have been an emergency, but there was a little urgency of like, oh, we gotta get in touch with him. Yeah. And then I was like, oh my God, maybe he left his phone on the airplane, we're texting, we're calling. I remember there was a time sensitive sensitivity situation happening. And then I'm looking on the fine friends, which maybe that shouldn't exist because then it actually just heightens your anxiety. And I'm like watching him travel back from the airport, no phone. <laughs> So I'm thinking... He's just staring out the window for like an hour and a half. He passed out in the car. <laughs> there was a medical emergency. The Uber driver kidnapped him. You were like, oh, let, let's go look and see. Like, we were worried. And then he was like, oh, no, sorry. I was I was just on my computer. I didn't notice. I'm like, if I was in a car for 90 <laughs> minutes in the back seat... Not driving. I'd be on my phone. The whole time. That's actually the only thing I do in the back of an Uber. Gotta love him. But I just, yeah. I'm like, dude, you, I want to get him an Apple Watch so bad. Put it on his ankle, like an ankle bracelet. Because you can never get a hold of him. No, it's impossible. I mean. It's impossible. You've been working with us for how many years now? And it's like, it's impossible to get in touch with him. Four or five years now. And literally, he will text me. And in the same minute on the, the screen of my phone, I will respond to him. He's in the wind. He's a complete ghost at this point. What is I don't it know. about? It's actually kind of a skill. I'm sort of impressed. Maybe we're too addicted to our phones or something. Because you know he's not on social media either. Oh, that's a good point. What does he use his phone for? <laughs> <laughs> I have no what idea, What does it do? Nina. It's just a clock. <laughs> he just uses it to, like, I don't you know, know what, call people? What does, <laughs> what? He, 
what does he use the phone for? That's the first question we're going to ask him when he gets here, if he gets here. Because well, he's not calling people because we're, <laughs> we're, we're telling you we can't get in touch with him, Nina. Stop calling us, I guess we should say. <laughs> oh, uh -oh, I heard something. Oh, no. Did he oh. just say he got two time massages? I mean, he orders three entrees at a restaurant, so oh, two time massages look, doesn't surprise look me. Look who's finally here. We are actually on the air. We're live. Waiting for you. <laughs> are we on live right now? Yes, we are. I don't know whose drink is whose. Welcome. I, I have a coffee order for Katie. Look oh, at this. Oh, 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 oh Nina goodness. got a biscuit. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got a biscuit. A biscuit. Ooh, girl, I this is now a, that. This is now a mukbang video, which else? is honestly, what's that yours? one's. I think that's mine. This is yours? Oh, yeah, a bowl of salt. Did you order me this? Is that what's going on? I got you a decaf pour. Oh, my gosh. We'll have to edit this part out. Everyone's like, who cares? We, we. The, the the iced ones are for the crew, the amazing crew, and mine's that iced coffee. Nice one. We will do anything for a prank, so right. sorry to our listeners. This sorry is that you had to sit through this, <laughs> but like, you look very relaxed. Yeah, how do you feel? I am really relaxed. Yeah. I was kind of hoping for more of the, like, imprint of the table on your face. Table imprint face. Oh, yeah, I'm kind of sad about that, Classic. actually. He's here. He made it. Are okay. you extra luby? Ooh. <laughs> no, no. I got a good wipe off. That would right be there. a weird sound clip. Okay. Extra luby. Okay. We'll edit that out too. So Thanks, guys. We're gonna just say welcome. Welcome. Settle in. Get closer to the mic. <sighs> and we want to start the podcast by asking, what do you use your cell phone for? <laughs> what because, do I use my cell phone? Because we have discovered. <laughs> we realized something while you were gone. <laughs> you look very foggy. Y you. You don't answer the calls or texts. You're not on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, like Twitter. Is it, a, is it a clock? You do, you're not on LinkedIn. You're you don't even have LinkedIn login, even though you have a LinkedIn profile. What's happening on the cell phone? <laughs> what do you use it for? Yeah, I'm, I, I'm as your wife, I genuinely could not answer the question. This is a great mystery. It's a I mean, your mystery. email. Slack. Well, hopefully I can drop a little nugget here that might might actually <laughs> help Maybe some this people. Is help some Maybe people. we can help some people. So. Um, I have a, a really addictive personality, and a great example of that personality is I remember I was on Facebook a while ago. <laughs> I was on time massage. I was on Facebook a while ago, and um, I was corresponding with some people in a community that we had, and uh, I was trying to answer all their questions. And I thought to myself, I'm gonna answer all their questions. And first it was like 10, and then it was like 50, and then I logged in one day, and it said a thousand messages to you, and I was like, I can't do this. And I had this moment at that point saying like, I don't want to spend my days and spend my time on my phone, yeah, right? I, I want to. I want to spend it as little <laughs> as possible. That's fine, listen, this is my preference. Different strokes, everybody. My, my Sorry, I love it. But um, you know, to me, the only non-renewable resource is your time, right? So we all chase things. We chase success and money and this and that, but time to me is the most important thing. And I find that the phone tends to steal away a lot more of people's time than they're okay. even aware of. Okay, so what I'd like to so do. So you use it for not using it is the answer. <laughs> I listen to podcasts. It's a collector's books, item, okay. everybody. And uh, no, I just, I think people should be aware of the reality that like, I don't know, I'm gonna go crazy here, but one day we're all gonna die. No, here and we go, when, here and we when, go. And when that happens, are you gonna look back on your life and say, I wish I spent more time how on do my you, cell phone? Maybe. How Instagram do you, does anybody dope. know does anyone in the does anybody know how to look and see you know how it tells you the time that you spend on your phone? Screen time right there. Oh, in front of my face. It's the one that's right in front of your face. So I just wanna I, let's look at our daily do you have your phone? I don't have my phone on me. Girl, where is it? I'm living that phone free lifestyle right now. Uh, it's on the table. To the, to the what left table? Out, there. Uh, out by my purse. Does someone wanna grab Nina's phone? Sorry, team. I'm this just is a really I interactive. Just want, I just, this, is a, this is a study. 
to see. Mine's going to be the worst by far. I'm just just to see that. like. Are you really on your phone a lot less because you're not on social media? He's texting you're right not now. Come in here. You're not <laughs> going to come into the podcast time. late. Hi, thank Connor, you, Connor. Thank Amazing. You. Thank you, Connor. You're not going to come into the podcast late and then like lecture us how we're like on social media. And I just want to see. Uh oh, mine's. Do you have your daily average, girl? <gasps> we are so close. It's probably because we're talking <laughs> to each other. <laughs> wow, we are really how, what close. Are you guys at? Tell what? me what yours are. At. No, Let's you tell it. We know. Go first. No, I'll, I'll go last. No, no, no. no. No, I showed up last. No, no, I'll no. go last. I'll Who wait. on this team votes that Tyler goes first? Oh, everyone. everyone? Oh, that was unanimous. Uh-huh. Sorry. Okay, so my daily average is five hours and seven minutes. Now, I do want to say something about that. Nope. No excuses. Right. We just say the time. No, no. Nina. I want to say something about that, right? <laughs> this uh, is literally because we talk to each other. <laughs> a huge amount of this is is listening to books and podcasts. Wow. We so. don't... You can't... Ha- I mean, does it... Do, Tell, it might tell you, break it down, break the What's data yours? down. What are you guys? Uh, they're identical. <laughs> 554. Five, five, five See, I actually use it about the same as you, just for different best. reasons, right? Don't say we don't listen to books I'm, or podcasts. All I listen to is books and podcasts. What if he's just, just listening kidding. to his own podcast <laughs> over and over again? <laughs> that's what I do. Yeah, that's what I do. That was a fun little experiment, everyone. Thanks for coming down that rabbit hole with us. Hey, but maybe you should take a look at your screen time and look through it and take a little examination oh, of how so you're dear. allocating this your time. This actually brings me to an interesting point. Because one day Go you might it. die. Oh, my God. And regret it. So ominous much. Um, so thinking about like doing something frequently all the time and having it be not necessarily a good thing is I went camping last weekend and I didn't have a mirror the whole time, right? We were camping, we didn't have our phone, we didn't have anything, we were just outside in a tent. That's how camping works, in case anyone's wondering. Um, And I was like, I feel so good, I'm having such a fun time. (laughs) Like, I like put on my swimsuit and got in the water and put on my sunscreen, like just, like the vibes were just very like immaculate. And I realized like, I haven't looked in the mirror, I haven't looked at Instagram, I haven't put on makeup or taken off makeup. We had nothing, yeah. We're just, Ooh, girl, you're at your daily average, average went down. I told I you it was the probably the highest. Yeah, yeah, probably like nine hours a week. But um, but the point being, though, That's is like... a day, by the way. Oh, whatever. <laughs> you know math. You know me and math. We don't... Mm, let's not talk about that. But um, but the point is, is that like I realized, you know, I look at my own reflection or at myself in a picture or on my on Zoom for crying out loud. God, I'm so done looking at my own face on Zoom. Do you guys look at the other people or do you look at yourself? I mean, you're always like checking in to make sure you don't have like something in your teeth. I watch myself the whole time. So I turn it to gallery view because I'm usually doing like a coaching thing or something like I think that. That's and a I just guy try thing. to look at each person. Girls are you, like, what do I look like dude, when I'm I make that call sound? You out a little bit. You're what? looking at yourself for once in a while. No, Everybody I, does. I, here's the thing. I, I'll totally admit that I, that's my propensity is to look at myself. I think everybody has a natural tendency to want to look like, at oh, themselves. What am I and doing? then I just go, I think it's no, I'm going to look at the people. Oh, yeah, no, I look at myself. Like you walk, <laughs> by, you walk by a window and you're like, that's me. And like I, I realized like, when we look at something over and over and over again, and this is kind of the point I wanted to come to, when we look at something repeatedly every day, all day, blah, 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 like our own face or our own body, it is absolutely normal that you find a problem. But mm. I also didn't even think about that until right now that everyone working remotely has made us look at ourselves more because we're on Zoom. Yeah. Right. You're in a conference I didn't room. Even think about I mean, that. I you never to... look at yourself, right? But you're in Zoom, you're just staring at your face all day long. I'm exactly. turning my camera off. Zoom fatigue. I know, you know this is 2022, but it, it's still It's an a interesting thing. thing that you mentioned. I had a, an experience a long time ago. Um, I used to have kind of acne, and I would like pick at it a lot more. And I remember um, when I went to a place that was had no mirror, and I all of a sudden I just stopped touching my face. Skin stopped touching. Better. My skin got so much better, yeah. right? Because I just wouldn't like, oh, look at that little thing right there, and then Fixate. get after it, right? So I don't know. I mean, what, what, like, how, how does this relate to? How does Wild this relate to what story people to share. Do, you know? Move to the forest. <laughs> 
get rid of everything you own. Yeah. No, this is not what we're that doing. That actually today. sounds kind of nice to me. I right? mean, wouldn't... but speaking of, when you guys posted some of the videos, we're here <laughs> for the videos. Oh, well. The, the close ups indicated that we had overcome our body image <laughs> issues. They were not indicative of in progress. So. Um, I'm I'm available for less close-ups to our team. Like they were, I was like, "There's my nose hair." I'm still available for the close-ups as long as we do the Wayne's World ah extreme close-up. <laughs> like that's I, that's my vote personally. So <laughs> I want to I want to give a little backstory today because I actually feel a little bit bad. Um, <laughs> just Confession a tiny bit. incoming. So Nina called me on my way over here and she's like, "I just I want to chat for a second. Like love the podcast, listen to all of them, and." I just feel like it lacks a little bit of us. Mm. It's a it's po- it's polished and it's great. I'm like it's polished. I kind of swear a lot. She was it's, like, it's, it's, it's not lacking us right now. <laughs> no. I just want to point that out. <laughs> she was like, she right. was like, I'm like, well, let's get in. Let's sit down with the content team. Let's make sure we're on the right path. And then I was like. No, let's just, just prank Tyler. Let's just. Well, yeah, here's the problem. Our, you guys solution. know how competitive I am, so you're both fucked, right? Oh, oh. I, I sat. I sat here for like 15 minutes last time, waiting for you to get on. We I could have had. I could have had a gorgeous 15. monologue. We would never. It was 16 and a half minutes. No one wants to listen to you for 16 minutes. <laughs> no way. No, it's okay to have a good banter. I think. It's, I think it's fun. But anyway, so. I told Nina. I said, let's just talk about it on air. So we were gonna have a meeting post the podcast but welcome to our meeting content crew um <laughs> and every listener yeah, who's listening every listener we're just i think that we probably need to be a little less worried and a little bit more relaxed and so if it seems do like, i look worried and not <laughs> I relaxed think the massage really <laughs> helped though the, the oil i don't know what you guys said before right i got here oh, you guys teed it up or the oil in your hair right now is like like nina was like you know, Katie, I just feel like we're really listening a lot. Like when we really talk, we kind of interrupt each other a lot. It just, it feels nice. It feels caring. It feels. It felt like a therapy session a little bit. Yeah. And she's like, can we just lighten the mood? I was like, let's just talk about it. Let's just, instead of having the meeting. You guys know I'm going to try to bring it to something deep every time. To be fair, my actual suggestion was that we go to the Spirit Halloween store that opened on our street. We work downtown um, and like buy disguises. That was my actual recommendation. So that's on the list of to-dos, by the way. It's on the to-do list. Yeah. I, one time. Have I told you? I told you this one time. My good friend and I, Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. Oh, this I love is you. a scary story. She, hey, Stephanie. We were going down to, to San Diego, and she was like, her parents down there, and she's like, "We got to prank my parents." I'm like, "I'm available for pranks." And she said, "Well, I'm gonna get us a Gumby and Pokey costume. We're going to break into their home." Don't do that at home, people. Um, yeah, don't. Yeah, take I actually want to say like this idea. is a not a good idea because. Yeah. That's the quickest way to get a shotgun to you. Yeah. I feel like this was like in my early <laughs> 20s. In California. Maybe. So in California, maybe yeah, yeah. not as much. Yeah. It was like in my, maybe it was in my early 20s before my brain was fully developed. Anyway, so we get down there, we put the costumes on, we break into their home, and then we walk into the living room in full, like you couldn't see our faces. We were in the costumes. I'm upset. And I feel so bad. Like I feel like I owe them an apology. Were you Gumby or Pokey? That's the first question. Pokey. I think I was Pokey. Mm, I think you look good in orange, so that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so we decided, Nina and I were just talking. We were like, let's just be a little bit more us and feel a little less worried. Well, speaking of that, I just got a glance of myself in the reflection over here. And <laughs> Your my hair, hair is, is all coming down all weird like this. Your hair is greasy. It's right greasy. Now. Well, I, hey, I want to say something about that since, I, since we we're talking about this stuff. So, like, um, I feel like this is something I just want to share. I think it's great. Like, I'm scared. <laughs> I love. 
Thai massages. I like deep tissue massages. <laughs> I like that kind of stuff. This is advertisement. Now, I want to tell people why, though, right? Okay. okay. This is really important, right? I need a lot of, like, physical touch. I do a lot of, uh, you know, physical activity. I need to have my muscles worked out in order to feel like I don't get all tightened up, tightened up, both both physically, mentally, and emotionally. And when I have those Thai massages consistently or any type of deep tissue work, even if it's just like a foam roller or some sort of ball or something like that that I do on myself, Where is this it going? just makes me feel so much better. And I just wanted to say that because I think that a lot of people out there don't take the time to ask themselves the question, what makes me feel better? What makes me feel connected to me? What are the things that make me feel like I'm taking care of me? And actually prioritize that in their life. Right. And maybe we could touch on this. Why was it so hard for you to do that? Like, because for me, as a man in the world, we're taught, like, you know, go after it and go do these things and blah, blah, blah. And we've talked about this a lot. Right. As a woman in the world, you're taught to, like, take care of your kids and take care of your husband and be a good wife and now have a great career. And blah, blah, blah. It's so, so much pressure on women these days yeah. to show up for so many different things. And what I've noticed in, like, the growth that you've gone under is um, it's been really difficult for you to crack that and say, hold up, I gotta show up for me. Like, I don't feel guilt when I go get a Thai massage on a Friday, you know, while you guys are waiting here <laughs> for me to do the podcast, you know? We're waiting on air, I'm so yes. uptight that Thai massages make it worse. <laughs> it just hurts the whole time. I'm well, like, pick, out, your own, pick your own self-care, sure, sure. right? Well, I just, I think, I'm curious, though. This, I think it's an important topic, topic to talk about. I think the beautiful about. thing, too, about what you're saying about getting, like, the self-care and the physical, you know, manifestation of that is that, like, it kind of brings us back to the point of, like, doing something nice for your body that isn't, like, a punishment or whatever. Like, you're celebrating your body. It feels good. Like, mm -hmm. feeling good in your body. Like, how can we do more activities that make us feel good in our corporeal form? It's a hard corporeal? word. Corporeal? Corporeal. What, is, corpor what does corporeal. that mean? Corporeal. It means like body. Just a really fancy word for body. Nina's a walking dictionary, by the way. It's, it's really well, interesting. Well, she's actually, when you were camping, oh, no. and I had a minor medical emergency, <laughs> and I couldn't get in touch with you, I was like, I guess I have to go to my real doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to create you, you an on-call number. You two and Dr. Google need to like and calm I, and down. I follow uh, this. That's like at least an hour of your daily average is, is I, Dr. Google. I follow this woman who's like about health anxiety and I have so much health anxiety. Like I'm always like, oh no, what's wrong with me? And she's like, these are the tips for health anxiety. Do not don't own an iPhone. <laughs> it's like, do not Google your disease Check. that you think you have. Don't um, ask your don't, friends. Don't ask your friends Check. for reassurance because it actually just like she went over like five things and I was like, that's the actual list in order that I do when I help have health anxiety. And then you told me you told me this. You're like, don't I follow this person about health anxiety and here's the things not to do. And then like 15 minutes later, you're like, oh my God, what is this thing right here? Oh my I'm Googling it. I was like you're gonna be fine. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm just gonna just share with people what happened. I'm gonna share, I'm turning red. <laughs> I had a bug bite on my boo. <laughs> it was a bug bite. And I thought I like got like some terrible form of breast cancer. I, you know, you're, as a woman, you are like any little thing, you're like, go to the doctor, you have breast cancer. Like it freaks you out. It's like, it's a, the awareness is good because it helps people get intervention or diagno diagnosis like early. But for people like Nina and I, that like those campaigns to be make people aware that does not help us <laughs> so i literally took a picture and sent it to nina and it's like sent as text message or not delivered and i was like 
I, she didn't tell me that she wasn't gonna have service when she was camping. And so then um, I answered you as soon as I came back into service. And so <laughs> she was like, what's going on? Call me. Because there, I of course, so I had watched that video from the lady with health anxiety, I don't know, two hours before I noticed the bug bite. And then I went down my list of five things. I was that like, that is such good information. I'm so glad. Ignore. I, <laughs> execute list. <laughs> no, but it was funny because I didn't even notice I was like doing that. Oh, I just did it. And then I was like, you can give this 24 hours and see what happens. So I did not message my doctor. I waited 24 hours and it totally went away and I laughed at myself. But it's amazing. Okay. I want to, I want to get back real, to what you were asking. You, you, you can never leave it. again. That no. was the moral yeah. of that story. Don't worry. No, but seriously, like, um, I think that a lot of people have a, a hard time taking care of themselves because they feel guilty. They feel shameful. They feel, I don't know, maybe like a failure from past. Undeserving. Yeah, like maybe you can, either one of you can touch on that. I know you've, I know you've struggled with this a lot. So I, I mean, mean, I still do. Like, do you remember when you Like today when you said, do you want me to cancel my morning because I don't have to go to a massage and I can handle Macy and you can go do something for yourself? And I was like, no, thank you so much for the offer. I'll take Macy. Yeah. 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 I did today. Did you regret? Did you regret that decision? Now that I'm so relaxed and my hair is so greasy, <laughs> that could have been you. <laughs> it could have been you. You could have been walking in late and getting roasted right now. <laughs> you. Um, you know, I, I don't. I don't know if I regret it or not. I know because then we wouldn't have been able to prank you. Macy's yeah. so cute, and our little girl is, is adorable. No, I, I'm sorry. I just really want to touch on this. Like maybe, maybe like, uh, like, like you've told me the story about you and your other friend who used to go to the grocery store together as your self-care time. Like, do you want to like, oh, talk about how, that and the progress that you made? That's how we used to hang out, yeah. is that um, me and my friend would meet on Sundays at the grocery store. We would have meals that we needed to purchase to meal prep for our families for the week. And it wasn't just like mm. casually walking to the grocery, like through the aisles. It was, we left the children at home with our, with our partners, our husbands. And so we had to hurry because heaven forbid we left them in the care of their other parent while we went grocery shopping for them. And so we would, I kid you not, we probably look like maniacs. We would be like kind of grabbing things off of the aisles while we were trying to focus in on the conversation and we would just be speeding through there. And I, I feel sad for that version of myself because yeah. that, that's how we hung out. Like, that's how we hung out. That was the only time we, we, we loved to hang out with each other. And it was the only like reason we could give ourselves like as an excuse to be able to hang out together. So, so help me understand how you got from there. All right. So I just want to recap real quick. You, your self-care time was briskly going through the grocery store <laughs> with shopping. your, your girlfriend. You because be guys grocery games. Yeah. Because you were <laughs> so oh, I would win. I would win. <laughs> yeah. Grocery. Whatever. That would be kill. Um, how did you go from there to going on a trip to France with this friend for a week? I mean, and, and first of all, that was yourself. almost 10 years ago that we yeah. would do that kind of thing. No, I, I, want, I just really want the process because I feel like so many people well, it's a, it's a, don't it, even do a workout because they don't feel like they can I take know. the time away from their kids or whatever. So I think it's so important to talk about. Well, And I, I can't just do pure banter. I got to get some depth in here. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Nina, you can, you just, here's the mic by yourself. Um, no, I, I, it's not a formula. It's everyone is different, but it was just sort of maybe a relentless pursuit of trying to find out why I do things. So I did a number of things. I, you know, had a therapist. I did workshops on inner child healing stuff. I did, um, I mean, seminars, books. I mean, 
I was going through it with my friend at the time because it's like when you have a kid, your identity completely changes and then you feel this like great sense of obligation and you don't know how to have you and you don't know how to have um, be a mom. It's like, how do you do both? And so I think it was just the relentless pursuit of something doesn't feel quite right inside. And I want to feel constantly burned out. Well, right. I, it was beyond that. It was like something inside, like all the pieces were there, right? Like uh, from the outside looking in, everything looked right. But the inside, there was just always something that was kind of nagging at me. Like you don't quite have, this is not peace. This is not serenity. <laughs> this well, is not. And I, I don't, I'm not inside your mind, obviously, but like I think there's a lot of self-judgment there. I think everybody has a lot of self-judgment, but I think when we have a hard time uh, showing up for ourselves, there's there's this this guilt and this sh- this maybe some shame or undeservedness or self judge. It all comes across as like, oh, I shouldn't do that because I need to do this and this and this and this and this. Well, yeah, I mean, and I used to like, okay, you got to do your exercise routine because it was it was definitely a form of punishment. There was no enjoyment in it. There was it, yeah. So I think it was just like I said, like a relentless pursuit of something inside doesn't feel quite right, and I know that if I keep trying to understand what that is, that maybe I'll get to a different understanding. And I, I have to also sit with like that is kind of life, and that is kind of the journey. And I think all we can do is continue to show up for that little voice inside. Yeah. And so I also have to recognize at this point that like that journey will probably be our whole life. It's, mm. it's never really never decided. Ending. It's never really like you've never really. Oh, I finally made it to the finish line. Like I'm, at, I'm at the end of the Candyland board. That's like I don't, I don't think that's enough for my experience so far. If anyone has figured that out, you want to send me an email. That's great, but. I, I don't know. It's it's a process, and I think that it is hard, especially for women, if you have been raised in an environment where women are taught to be the caretaker, then you just lose yourself in being a caretaker. I was going to comment on that actually about um, one of the things I think I notice around women learning to do a better job of taking care of themselves and separating from like I'm just a mom and I'm just this or whatever, is who they spend time with. Like it. it if you watch someone do something that you think is normal and then you're like, well, that's what they're doing and this is what I'm doing and that's the same mm, thing, your circle of you don't really even realize there's another option. Yeah. Um, and I had, this is not the same experience, I don't have children, but um, you actually, because you're at my house I mean, day. they're basically yeah. my kids, right? Um, but uh, I wish, they're so sweet. But um, one time actually, I think it was you and I who were talking and we were talking about eating food and something like that and you know, you and I have our own stuff around like self-control and addictive mm. personalities. And love uh, food. I love food so much. Um, it's my snack for later. But um, <laughs> feel free to eat it at any time. I just don't want to hold but, you back. But what I was going to say, though, is that um, I was eating something. I don't remember what. And there was like some of it left or something. And I was like, I got to finish it, you know. And you were like, are you full or are you hungry? You know, whatever. And I was like, well, I don't want it to like go in the garbage. And you were like, so are you the trash can? And I was like, whoa, oh, that's like really. Oh, but God. it like it like was intense in the moment, of course. And like, you know, you could be like, well, how dare you? you? Said whatever. That to her? But I really did like it was so shocking <laughs> that I did get some like little level of value out of it because sometimes I'm like, well, I ha- I can't throw this away because I paid for it or whatever. And like I feel like I have to mm. eat the food or I have to do the thing because I said I would or whatever. And like I think we make these little contracts and these little promises in our head that like are from just repeated behavior. Like, right? I've just I grew up with a mom who was like we don't have a lot of money, so when I make you dinner, like you need to eat it. Yeah, And so even though I have a, I I can afford the food I eat today, like I have this belief system that like I can't waste it. 
And then like, if I throw it away that I'm doing something wrong and bad, but like, I don't feel hungry. I don't need to eat any more of it. So it's okay to throw it away. But like, it just, it's in my head so deep. And I think those behaviors are in our head so deep that you really do have to kind of just like left foot, right foot your way out of the forest until you finally see the clearing. And it takes a long time. Yeah. It's, you know, the weird it's part really about just that. one day at a time. And one you day put all time, those like sure. 10 days together. Yeah. The weird part of that to me is like, when I think back on the growth that I've gone through in my life, when you're acting out of like conditioning and what you were told and what you were taught, um, you're unaware of it. Yeah. You're unaware of it until you're aware of it. And then when you're aware of it and you have this oh. new sense of self, oh wow, like I can't believe I used to do that. And then maybe like you peel back a couple more layers and you change again. Oh, I can't believe I used to do that. Now I have this better sense of self. And eventually you do it enough times where you start to go, maybe I'm nobody. Maybe I don't I even know. Maybe yeah. I should just be curious and like in, enjoy the journey to some degree, right? Instead and of then it like, makes ah. you think about if I was unaware about that. I think I said this last time. Yeah. Then what am I unaware about now? Right, yeah. right. Totally. It's endless. Like you said, we don't graduate. But I think it, I think it's important to, to consider, right? Like the, in your life when you're making decisions to sit in it and go like, does this feel right? That's that little voice that you were talking about. And that's something that's hard for people to do is get really in touch deep, right? Instead of just being like up here in their minds, like, is this right? Well, yes, it's right because my mom did this and my dad did this and my society told me this, right? And stop that and try to get that, those voices out of your head and, and go a little deeper and take a couple deep breaths and say, is this right? And really feel well, whether feel it's right like or not. Well, I feel your mind you know? is really loud. And yeah. I personally think that your soul's a little bit quieter. Mm, yeah. Like all you of that. You gotta turn the mind down to all the soul. All of that, those, that little voice inside. I remember it wasn't a big voice. It was a little like, oh, I just. Your intuition I'm perhaps. glad that the check boxes have been checked for other people looking at my life but man it's not quite what I was like I don't have the sense of inner peace or the, the thing that I thought I would feel being here mm. and so it I just kept listening to that and I'm still having to listen to that and I still ignore it all the time this morning I ignored it <laughs> I have a little um, reminder on my phone actually this is one of my little tricks I use to kind of tap into that quieter voice and and all that is um every day in the middle of the day because I think we run around and you have Sometimes I meditate in the morning or I like have some quiet time at night. Those are usually times where I have more of that space to check in with myself. But in the afternoon, you're at work and you're running around. Maybe you have your kids. Um, I have a little reminder on my phone that pings me and says, um, how do you feel? What do you need? Mm. And it takes one second and I'm like, oh, I need a glass of water. Oh, I really need to stretch and I touch my toes. Water. Oh, I need to <laughs> do something. And it's usually like little tiny things. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm really hungry. I didn't even think about the fact that I was really hungry. But that little act has helped me so much in the last like year I've been doing it. Because normally that would never have occurred to me even check in with my physical body. I'm in my brain all day. You're in your brain. You're at work. You're online, whatever. And to be like, whoa, like what does my body need right now? It's really easy to finish the day and, and not even know where it went to, to some degree. And I, I think that takes us kind of back to that like self-care thing. Like, You've got to you've got to choose what you want to do out of your conscious self or the most conscious version of yourself you can be right now. You got to say, "Here's what I think will make me feel better." Not not just about myself, but in my own body. Well, yeah. And then do it. And then and if it doesn't, try something else and, I also and repeat think that process. That, you know, when you're talking about yourself and how like, "Oh, I have no guilt or any of this." And then you're talking about me and you're like, "Oh my gosh, you have so much guilt. You can't take care of yourself." I also think that you can be extreme in anything. And so we won't talk about how many Thai massages you've had in the last two weeks, because <laughs> I feel like you might be a little embarrassed. Um, but I think that it's important, especially in a relationship dynamic, I think that you can be an example to me of letting go of that, and I can be an example to you of... Being guilty? Not guilty. <laughs> Balance. No, I'm just Balance. Kidding. I'm kidding. But I'm kidding. I do bring more mindfulness to the collective unit 
and the collective whole around us. And sometimes, you know, that's that's an important thing. So I, I think it's not about shutting out the parts of us that want to care for other. It's not every. I feel like every time we talk about these things, people want to polarize it. Mm. It's not about that. It's about finding space for you. But also, in my opinion, not neglecting the things like, around you, and then like not, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it's, I think it's just, it's a dance. And well, let me just, re- let me just remind you both that you could have had the time massage today when I called you up and said, "Hey, I canceled a bunch of stuff, and I can take Macy, and you can go for it." So you know. Uh, well, maybe Nina and I are gonna leave after this and get a time massage. It's time. It's, it's time. Friday. Well, Nina doesn't want Nina one. Nina doesn't want one though. I actually, yeah, like, a very gentle one with <laughs> bird feathers. Maybe if I got some like aspirin first or something. <laughs> they always they hurt me. They do hurt, but they. Yeah. And then I do this thing in the massage. Oh God! Here we go. Here's another not <laughs> oh, advocating no. for self. Here we go. Where I'm like, if it hurts, I'm going to tell them that it hurts. Oh no, I don't. I just suffer. And, yeah. And then I do this thing where I'm like, oh, it's starting to hurt. And then I go, if I count to five <laughs> and it still hurts, then I will tell them. And then I get to five and I go, well, I really could probably handle it to 10. It's going to be fine. So then, and then I slow the counting down. Six. This is literally Seven. like why they don't That's medicate. That's what's going through your head? <laughs> no, but this is absolutely in the massage. This is oh why they don't <laughs> medicate women to like get IUDs placed. Because we're like, it's fine. I'll just suffer. It'll be awful. And like maybe I'll black out from the pain, but that's normal. It's not a big deal. Like if I guys ha- were I getting got an IUDs IUD placed. and I did almost pass out. No, you called me crying. They had to bring two doctors in and they're like, do you? I'm like, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm here. Like, I, but they laid me. I almost passed out. No, that's really common, unfortunately. Yeah. Give us a medication. So anyway, we need to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, this is a podcast to promote women getting medication for IUD. Yeah, you can actually, in case anyone's listening who wants to get an IUD place, I think they're great. Um, but you can actually advocate for them to medicate you so you won't feel any pain. So that's the thing you can do. You have to pressure your doctors and they will listen. But it just requires a lot of self-advocation, which I have a hard time with. But so you can do it. I just want to I just want like to reiterate that our listeners now know I had a bug bite on my breast. And, an IUD. <laughs> and my IUD experience. So... Um, before this, you asked us to be more real. I think I got my wish. I think you got your wish, Nina. People <laughs> are going to be like, to anyone else. what episode are we on? Three? Three? People are going to yeah. be like, what happened? Episode one and two, what happened? What did Katie and Nina do on that day? Because they are wild today. Sally. Actually, this is just us. <laughs> yeah. This is the normal, the yeah. normal standard the normal. thing. Yeah. Self-advocacy, that could be a really, I mean, I think that's a beautiful topic. And I think it's something that you know, we advocate for others. And I know you have a lot of experience advocating for children. Um, we advocate for our friends. We had a talk this week. We did a presentation on um, self-talk. Oh, God, And that, that kind of weaves into self-advocacy. But it's such a hard thing to do. I can all day long, like, go to battle for you. Like, like oh, my God, don't talk about my friend like that. I'll totally kick your ass, you know? <laughs> but if someone's like, well, Nina's going to, I'd be like, well, yeah, yeah probably kind of well, true. <laughs> and this is, like, really common, right? I watched you, too, when, when, Katie, when you started really settling into the mission that we have as a company, right, where we're trying to break toxic weight loss culture. I watched you guys do this for a decade where you'd <sighs> sit in front of a mirror, <laughs> bringing us back to the beginning, and you'd, you'd shit all over yourself. And Katie'd be like, no, girl, you're beautiful. Yeah. Look at all these amazing things. And you'd be like, ugh. And then she'd be like, oh, my god, look at this part of me. And you'd be like, no, girl, you're beautiful. And she'd be like, ugh. First right? of all, we don't sound yeah, like that. Yeah, you guys don't believe it. We e- definitely yeah. don't sound like that. I have that. recordings that sound exactly like that. You so. have recordings? No, I don't have a recording. <laughs> that was oh, a lie. Um, no, but seriously, I think it's really important that, like, like I, I think we touched on this in a different show, but, like, how do you show up for your friends? in a different way, right? Because self-advocacy to me starts with being taught how to advocate for yourself, right? How many parents 
sat down and said, you need to learn how to advocate no, for yourself. No, they tell you, listen you to me, You need to learn I'm how to boss. get in touch with yourself and, and get in touch with what you need, right? They say that they say this opposite, right? That yeah. Do this, otherwise you're going to get I in trouble. I know, and you right? don't. And I find myself doing that sometimes. I was doing that the other day when I came home from a work trip, and then Katie was like, whoa, dude, you're way off. I mean, our friendship is off. built off of us you know? feeling like we're in trouble. So. I know. I even yesterday got backpacks for the kids, and I really wanted Ellie to pick this one particular backpack because it was more practical. And then she was like, oh, I really feel like you're trying to influence me. And I'm Ooh. like, okay. The problem is that we're educating our kids in this, and now they're punking us <laughs> backwards. Know, and we're like, okay, get whatever backpack you want. Double-edged sword. Oh, man. Oh, man. No, well, but how do, you show, how do you show up for your – how do we teach others around us to advocate for themselves? You, you, I don't think how do we, we teach, show up in a different way? I don't think way? we teach anybody. I think we embody ourselves what we hope will, like, perpetuate in the world. No, I'm trying so, to give somebody a tool here, Dan. Oh, well, I okay? think we could talk about the thing we talked about <laughs> yesterday. I don't got the tool. I'm trying to say, hey, what if you listen to this podcast and go out there and and use something towards one of your friends? I think we've lost all of our viewers by now. I just build. want to point that <laughs> out. My Everyone's gone. What I was going to say though is that we talked about self talk yesterday, and we talked about um, some of the tips you can use to kind of. And That's I think true. that those do have overlap with self advocacy as well. But one okay. of them being like the way I speak to Katie versus the way I speak to myself. Like mm. she reminds me, and I remind her. I would never fucking say that about you. Yeah. If you said that to me, I wouldn't be your That's friend. That's what we had said on a different show. Was, yeah. was that, when your friend says something crappy about themselves, instead of saying, no, you look great, because that like, just falls what? flat, right? Be like, whoa, why are you talking about yourself like that? Exactly. And then Create also, curiosity into why they're doing that, right? To like, to choose yourself and to, to like celebrate, I guess, the times when you do. Um, you know, when we do make time for ourselves or you do sneak away, I'm always like, yes, girl, like I'm so proud of you, like you're killing it, you know, because I think it's important if we're just like, cool, I did it and whatever, and now I'm kind of off the hook and I cannot do any self-care for however long. It doesn't get like the same, I don't know, notice that it deserves. Yeah. It's a big deal. It's hard. Maybe be aware of that internal dialogue that's going on too. Yeah. Right? I mean, so awareness is always the first step. Right. So I think I wasn't even 35 yet when my therapist said, you have a really intense inner critic. And I said, uh, pardon, what, 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 what? <laughs> who's that? Yeah, who's that? And then just the awareness, even, even with the awareness, it's still rough, but I, I feel like any little <laughs> micro steps of improvements that I've made is stemmed from that day when she called that out to me. I want to say something. This is so, this is like something that I just repeat over and over again. It's dear to my heart is, is you said you found this out when you were like 35, right? And then you, you still struggle through it, right? And I see so many people want to change kind of who they are or how they show up for themselves. And they get started on it. And then it's like a month later and they're like, oh, I can't seem to do it. And then they slide back and they give up on these journeys, right? But one thing that I, I, I think is so important to mention over and over again is it took you 35 years to get there. Like have like we all got to have more patience with ourselves. We all got to be a lot more kind to ourselves. Like like, man, it is so hard to be consistent. Let with me the be critical of my inner critic. <laughs> <laughs> Just let oh me do God. it. I'm Just kidding. Oh my God. Well, you talk about something that I think is super helpful and has changed my life in many ways, which is progress goals. Mm. Um, rather than being like, I need to lose this amount of weight or I need to whatever, it's like, hey, today I'm gonna do something kind for myself. Yeah. And just like for the day, that's my one goal. And if I can mm. achieve that, then I'll try again tomorrow and maybe it will work and maybe it won't. But rather than quantifying, well, when I get here, I will have arrived and have success and you know have achieved what I wanted. I can just have the goal for today. But and it's and so the much problem, easier. the problem with a really strong inner critic, it's usually a so. There's a car alarm, it drives me nuts. There's, it's usually associated with like um, 
unrealistic goals or perfectionism. And right. so it's like those go really hand in hand. So mm. just also, I think being able to have some level of awareness around like, I'm just going to let it go. Like when you said, when you called me earlier and we're like, I feel like we're doing a great job on the podcast, but I feel like we're holding back who we who we are a little bit, Katie, and we should just be a little bit more ourselves. My initial reaction was, but what will people think? And then you just- We'll find what? out. <laughs> <laughs> canceled, canceled, canceled. <laughs> yeah. But- Maybe but, don't email us. <laughs> yeah, this week we're not accepting emails. Um, <laughs> but, oh, I promised everyone I'd have an email. I don't have that. Oh, well. Next week. Probably for um, the best. <laughs> it's probably for, <laughs> probably the, for best. the best. The universe showed up for me here. But again, it's just saying, okay, well, let, what's the worst that could really happen if I made a mistake? Or, you know, so it's kind of almost challenging the inner critic a little bit instead of just saying, okay, I recognize it. I'll try not to be. And then just kind of going, well, what happens if I just show up this way? And, and just not being so worried. I think we're so worried about making so many making mistakes. mistakes or what people think about us, right? It's, it's, I think that's so true. I think people have so much fear to be authentic but or even, even to check in with but themselves. But even when we started this podcast, you're afraid to be in this podcast. No, you told me to be afraid to be <laughs> in the I podcast. I told you to be a little afraid. <laughs> you were like, you should be afraid <laughs> of the podcast. I was like, I'm just me. We'll I'm figure afraid it out. of the podcast. No, but like, I, I think that it, I said, well, let's, I didn't say be afraid. I said, I want to be mindful that you're a white, fit, successful male coming mm -hmm. into a dialogue about toxic weight loss culture and about female body image, yeah. be mindful. Yeah. And then you translated that into, I'm going to sit in the corner and not say anything. <laughs> I get it though, like that'd probably be but a hard get, place to sit. I do think that you're in a hard position a little bit. Well, I appreciate that very much. And all I can do is just be um, as honest and transparent and authentic as I possibly can be. And I'm probably gonna say some stupid stuff well, I think and I'm, open and willing to apologize for stupid stuff There's when I say it. There's also a and difference like if you listen to a podcast and somebody says something that's like, you know, like when you're watching social, I mean, you're not, but. <laughs> He's not even <laughs> on his when, phone, when I'm, when I'm watching your social media. <laughs> when, um, ooh, a loophole for you. Ooh, uh, <laughs> I don't rack up any screen time when and, I'm watching your TikTok. But you know this whole trend around like, the, the like take the microphone away from these men who are like saying like these absurd things or whatever. I know like Joe Rogan's gotten a lot of heat lately and stuff like that. It's, I, I feel like it's different to have your own personal platform. I was thinking about this today because I was like, why am I feeling nervous about him in this context? First of all, it's not my responsibility. I clearly have my own work to do there. I don't need to worry about how you show up. But um, I think it's different to have a platform where you it's just yours and you're talking about that. Because if you say something here that Nina and I are like, like it's we're gonna like challenge it. Do you mm, know what I mean? So yeah. I actually think it's healthy and okay. To have a dialogue. Sure. I don't I feel like as long as we're holding the counterpart to that of like we'll do our best now that we're now that the real Katie and Nina are here. Uh -oh. We'll do our best to be like curious. But I think we should like lighten up a little bit and I think we should it's okay just to be you and we will just if challenging topics come up and we're like, mm, that's an interesting perspective, maybe we'll just say it, you know? Yeah. So I yeah. think we can just rest easy. Maybe yeah, I'm, rest I'm, easy. I'm honestly not worried. Like, I'm comfortable being myself. That's in this the massage world talking. That's yeah, the massage. I feel great right now. <laughs> no, I just, I think that at the end of the day, like you were saying this, like people have a lot of fear, right? And I think that if you take an inventory of your fears, you'll discover how irrational your fears are. Yeah. And almost, almost everybody goes, I have this dream or I have this calling or I have this something that, that's calling me. And they make excuses as to why they're not making progress towards who they want to be. 
And those excuses are related to their fears. And their fears are related to self-criticism, which they think is coming from outside of themselves, but really it's coming from within themselves. Well, it is coming from within themselves. But the other thing that was pointed out to me a few years ago is that inner critic is actually the voice of like caregivers and parents when you were growing up. Sure, sure. So, I think what I'm trying to point out more than anything is like this happened to me the other day. You said something to me and, and it like triggered me really deep. And I was that like, never happens. That never happens. Us. That never what happens every 12 about? hours. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 12 uh, hours. That yeah. would be a good day. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and, and I think I had this moment, right, um, where I recognized that what we often do is we get triggered about these parts of ourselves, right? And these parts of ourselves are made when we were younger. And what we want to do with that is if we start to become aware of them, we want to push them away. We want to push them away and push them away and push them away. And what happens when you push something away? It gets louder and louder and louder and it keeps repeating. And some of the work that I've personally been doing is hearing those triggers. And instead of saying, no, I'm not selfish. Look at all these things that I do to be not selfish. Is I go, hmm, sometimes I'm selfish. There's that selfish person version of me. That's that part of me right there. And you get to look at it and say, hmm. I'm going to love and accept you anyways, and I'm just going to you know, embrace you and accept you as part of me. And then I'm going to go and see how much I can choose kindness and compassion and um, you know, showing up for others and things like that instead of selfishness, right? I don't know. It's like I love that. pushing it away gives it a bigger platform. Yeah, it gives it a bigger platform, right? But there's also a difference, too, between not wanting to acknowledge something because then you, you know, Sometimes we do have to put ourselves under the microscope and go, wow, this way I show up is not serving me and it's not serving those around me and I have to take inventory and responsibility of that. So it's a very tricky balance to be like super hard on ourselves yeah. to try to evoke behavior and change and then also not, like like maybe choosing to not to be in denial about something. So it's, it's I think the spectrum. important part of that, like the caveat to that basically is having outside perspectives because with our self-talk and our inner critics, et cetera, like it's completely unchallenged. No one is in your brain telling you that that's not true about yourself. Like if yeah. you say something and you, you say it enough times, you will believe it. No, but, and, but, but, but hold on. I want to say, I want to challenge that a little bit. Like to me, I'm already on Nina's anytime, side. <laughs> anytime someone is triggered, it's not because of what the other person did. It's because of how you feel about what the other person did, which is an internal root of that trigger. But what yeah, if that's right? something the, that needs to be addressed in yourself and a behavior that actually would better serve you to evaluate and change? Oh, I'm not saying don't own and change that. Is that are we, no? My my further are we, point was are just, we not arguing about what I think we're arguing about? <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> my further point was just that when you have a group of people around you that you respect, who have similar goals and and intentions as you, who are working and walking along really the same path that you are towards being a more actualized version of yourself, taking better care of yourself, choosing you over other outside circumstances, um, you have a safe sounding board to challenge those inner critic thoughts, to challenge those things, and to help you if, like, that's the fine line of, like, am I selfish and I have to work on this? Or, like, can I just accept myself as selfish sometimes? Yeah. That's what the, the like, the peanut gallery of safe people, not bullshit people, yeah. but safe people, like you guys in my life, who can be like, hey, that's actually okay, and you can love yourself through that, versus, like, hey, we really care about you, and this is harming you. Yeah, this is something that's, 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 that's toxic in your life. That's the difference, yeah. I think, when you're walking that fine line, because it's a razor's edge. Yeah, I'm on, on the same team there. I, th I think that... See, I was right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, th I think that people um, need to evaluate who they're surrounding themselves with. Absolutely. You know, I think that when we try to... Um, I don't want to say make change or progress or anything. When we try to just show up as our best selves, it's very common for others to show up and say, stop doing that. Stop showing up as your best self because when you show up as your best self, you force the others around you 
to look into that mirror of you showing up for you. And they say, I don't want to examine me. I don't want to show up for me. And so they just try to tear you back down. It's, the, it's a classic story of crabs in a, in, in a barrel, right? You've probably all heard the crabs in a barrel. Tell it. Tell it. You might as well. Okay. So when you put a bunch of crabs into a barrel, you don't have to put a lid on the barrel. Because the moment that one starts to climb out, he's getting to the top, he's on everybody else's back, he's getting to the edge, one grabs his leg and pulls him back in. They literally can't get out. And I think that human nature is, is a lot like that too. So I don't know, I, just, I think it's really important to mention, be mindful of who you surround yourself with because you have people around you that are gonna tear you down and when you start to look at yourself in the, in the mirror and examine yourself and you know try to um, you know find these flaws, take ownership over them and they're just like, now nah, and they just kind of bring you down. like. You're is this where you tell us you don't want to do the podcast with us anymore? <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> because is, we're just going to prank you every time. All I've been thinking about this whole time is we have to apologize to our cancer listeners for the crab comment. What, what crab mean? comment? Astro ast I have an astrology problem, everyone who's listening. Because, okay, never mind. Moving on. <laughs> I don't think we can move on from that. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't. Because cancers are crabs. Okay, and I, zodiac didn't know, I didn't know that. Oh, gosh. I mean, I should know that. I feel really terrible, actually. Yeah, you should. I'm so curious if the listeners could guess our signs based on the way we're talking on the podcast. Definitely not. I don't know. You're a wild card. <laughs> Let's not tell them okay. because once I get that email set up, they we'll, can't. We'll do it. We'll, I would love to because then we can like read people. I think, but the the caveat is they She's have stuttering. to. She's stuttering. She's excited. I'm too excited. <laughs> <laughs> the caveat is they have to say why. So yeah. we think you're this because this. So. This is just a now a roast me episode. Yeah, so if yeah. you could just email us things that are funny, that'd be great. Okay, I have to share this really quick thing, not to keep pranking you, but remember the time we did those personality tests and then we like each, we <laughs> oh. each had different, obviously we have different personalities and we were really dominant in the like personality chart that came back. And then we each read our own traits, and I was like, "Oh yeah, per perfectionist. Oh yeah, uh huh." And you just kind of like had to roast yourself. And then <laughs> you were reading yours, and you were like, "Argumentative. I am not argumentative." And Nina, I think I peed my pants. I was oh my like, god, that was like one of the funniest. That was pretty funny. What was yours again? Was it was um? Oh, the funny thing about mine was that I cannot pick like where to eat to save my life. Like I just couldn't do it. If you no, paid yours me. was um. I mean, we've taken a lot of personality tests. It's not. First it wasn't indecisive. It's it's not. A, it's a. It's not agreeable. But there's a different word for it. What was the word? Amenable. No. no okay. No, no. Nobody Come even on. knows what no, that yeah, means. I don't know that what word. that means. Um, no. It was something about like like agreeable or indecisive yeah. or something. And you're, and like, then, you're like, I don't know if I'm agreeable or not. We're like, you're totally. You're like, yeah, sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like to go with the flow, everybody. Yeah. yeah. That's why everyone loves to hang out with you. No, but okay, that's like okay. I'm gonna bring it, bring it home. With okay, some, bring, let's, it let's, home, let's bring it home. Bring it home. Let's bring it home for the like, one person who's. This has been a shit show. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. Let's, Last let's person wrap it standing. Up. No, like that was a, at a moment in my life, and I'm still going through this, where it was hard to accept the parts of myself that I didn't like. Right? I am sometimes. Frequently argumentative. I am sometimes frequently argumentative, and um, and it's it's hard to take those parts of yourself and accept them. But you know, and I think that's a huge part of um, again, like being able to show up for yourself is mm -hmm. taking a moment to become aware. And like, I think if everybody's out there and they're they're wondering what that means, it's it's stopping, it's sitting, it's checking in with yourself, it's asking yourself questions and, and listening to the feelings. A good um, friend and a mentor of mine says, sometimes you got to lose your mind to find your heart. And I oh. love that because it's so important to just get the mind out of the situation and really connect with your heart. But, you know, do that deep, deep work, like check in with yourself, get the feeling going. Decide if it's something that you need to take ownership over internally or something you need to communicate externally that you're needing to take ownership over. Right. And then find those pieces that you just are having a hard time with and accept them. Right. I think yeah. it's so 
so important that people hear that message. One of the things I love to tell myself is the only way out is through. And mm. it's like, there's this little book. I I, there's this book I used to read when I was a little kid and it's all about going on a bear hunt. I don't know if anybody is familiar with it. It's one of my favorite Nina. books. But this little family gets together and they're going on a bear hunt and they're going to catch a big one. And they're not afraid. And that's literally the lines from the book because I have a really weird memory <laughs> and I'm sorry, everyone. But the they, book is definitely they in your house. Find these, oh, a lot of, anyway, um, <laughs> they find these obstacles along their path and they're like, well, we can't go over it. We can't go under it. The only way we can go is go through it. And I think that when you are having awareness and when you're making those, those realizations about yourself, that's how you win. Yeah. That's how you get to the next level. That's how you peel back the onions and we go, oh, that was the old version of me and now I'm moving on to the next. And then we continue to peel those layers is by having that awareness because that's the only way The only way out is through. So like, you can't be like, I don't want to be selfish. I'm just going to ignore the fact that I'm selfish sometimes and just move on. Like, no, you got to be like, okay. And it can be a, a positive thing to get to know that and move forward through it. And, and fair warning, um, growing and looking at yourself in this way, it's scary. It's challenging. It's painful. And you end up, like you said, the only way that I was through, I sometimes visualize, I stand in, I visualize myself at this like crux where you're like standing in front of like a wall of flames and you're like, do I go through or not? And guess what? Every time you go through, you find this version of yourself that you love a whole lot more oh, and you yeah, hate yeah. a whole lot less. And I, I think it's so important to do, but it's no question. It is, it is painful work. I it's used, hard I work. I had this mentor one time. She, she was like, okay, tell me all the things you're feeling worried about today. I Do you have enough time? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I think I only booked you for an hour. Um, so I listed a number of things, and then she said, okay, tell me the thing you're feeling most anxious about tackling. And I said, this thing. She goes, great, we're going to start with that. Mm. She was like, the thing that's Ooh. causing you the most trigger or the thing that's causing you the most anxiety, we're going to actually go there first. We're not going to avoid that. That's a beautiful tip. And so now when I get real anxious, I'm like, oh, I have to deal with that first. Oh. It's, it's, it's not always easy, but it's always worth it for sure. So, well, But I, you get better at it, right? You get better at it over uh, time. You do. You do. You get you better do. at it over yeah. time because you, you realize the first few times you're doing this, you realize you, you, first you feel like it's not going to be okay. And then you get through and then you go, oh, I'm still okay. In fact, I feel better. And, yeah. and if you get that a couple times, then you start to not be afraid of it anymore. Right. And you start to almost look forward to it, even if it's examining something that you don't want to examine. You know, you're opening that door that you may not want to open, but you're like, I got to go in. You know, it's, 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 it's nature. It becomes your nature to grow and progress and become a, the best version of yourself. Oh, yeah. So don't be scared, right? Well, I think we should end on that note for anyone who's still with us. Today was a Today was a wild ride, Quite but hopefully people are available for this. I'll be in my next Thai massage. <laughs> he actually this. has another one starting right now, <laughs> yeah. so we got to cut we this gotta, short. We got to cut it short. Sorry, guys. Well, uh, we hope to see you guys next week, and have a great week, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you enjoyed today's show. Now, before you go, it would mean a lot to us if you could take a moment right now to subscribe to the podcast and then leave us a review. This helps spread the word so more people can feel lighter by shedding one belief at a time. Also, we want to hear from you. So if this episode impacted you or you have any questions that you think would be great for us or any of our future guests, please feel free to email us at podcast at weshape.com. And finally, if you want to try WeShape's different approach to health and fitness, remember that right now you can sign up for WeShape's Feel Good Challenge and get access to everything WeShape has to offer for free. Just click the link in our podcast description or go to weshape.com challenge to sign up.